0: Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Jenny Westerkamp, the owner and founder of All Access Dietetics, who started out in college wanting to be a dietitian after she had a passion for Doritos and maybe being a food scientist. She is living her dream life in her dream jobs of being a dietitian in sports nutrition with the Chicago Bulls and then also working with future dietitians on their careers. Please enjoy my conversation with Jenny. Jenny Thank you so much for being on this conversation today. I'm so excited to get to know you a little bit more. I've been following you from afar for a while and I would love to kind of, let's start, let's go way back. Let's start with you and how you got into dietetics and how did you know this was your career path? Oh gosh, yeah, take it back. Once upon (laughs) a time, um,
1: I am... I first was interested in science, um, and then I was interested in food, and I thought I wanted to be a food scientist and invent Doritos flavors, and this was like (laughs) in college, so that was my uh, initial thing. I, I started as a biology major and then switched to food science, but it was food science and human nutrition, and so then from there, I had a nutrition class as well, and I thought, okay, instead of creating more Doritos in the world I was going to (laughs) to uh, be on the other side of that with the nutrition and then once I was like okay I'm interested in nutrition now what do I want to do in that and that's when I found out that there were sports dietitians that even existed so that sort of set me on on a path uh, towards sports but in my senior year of college that's when I got into all access dietetics, starting that business for future dietitians. So, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that. But initially it was, it was with uh, Doritos and my love for Doritos. and That's to, amazing. To do, that. do, you, yeah. do you still love Doritos? <laughs> I do. Well, it's yeah. really funny. I have a five younger brothers we grew up you know my, my poor mom and, and dad couldn't keep enough food in the house you know to, <laughs> to sure. handle all those appetites and uh, Doritos were a staple in my family growing up and my mom still buys them just for when we come home and um, you know the first thing anyone will do when we, we come to my parents is like open up the drawer and, and eat some Doritos <laughs>
0: <And> we just <laughs> it, it tastes like you know our childhood so Oh, for sure. When, when you, this is just like a random side note, but did you have like this awesome Dorito flavor in mind that I you did. were thinking of creating? <laughs> I, thought, I always thought like, uh, like a bacon Dorito oh.
1: could be like kind of fun or like a BLT type. I don't know that something with that would sure. be cool, but yeah. Uh, Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. So I mean,
0: there's still there's still hope.
1: (laughs) Like indulgent. I know that sounds like so not what a nutritionist would say, but uh, yeah
0: no I like it it makes you real like we're all real people right totally (laughs) totally so you do have your cssd correct so did you work in sports dietetics when you kind of got done with school or not at all or yeah my journey was uh
1: interning with the Chicago Blackhawks dietitian when I was going into my senior year and then I ended up um getting hired by her so I was her assistant for four seasons like my first four years and it was a part-time part-time gig for me um so then I did some other random things on the side but yeah I, I did that for four seasons then I worked for a uh food startup like a meal delivery called Kitchfix, um mm-hmm. which also helped they they had pro sport clients and then um from there I went to the Cubs for two years and now I'm with the Bulls in my fourth year as their
0: their head um team dietitian. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. So you've always, besides all access, you've kind of always did that um, sports di- dietetics on the kind of, is it kind of more of a contract position or how does that work usually with the professional sports? Yeah, with
1: professional sports, it's kind, con- it was always contract consulting for me, which worked perfect because I did want to keep growing all access and being able to do both has been awesome. So, um, so yeah, I, it's, Fifteen hours a week, right now in season, is my contract, um, give or take. You know, depending on their travel schedule, but mm-hmm. uh, it works really well, and it's I like it that way. There's only fifteen players on the Bulls, you know, between fifteen and seventeen, so I can easily meet with
0: everyone and stay on top of everyone in that like part-time sure. role. Do, is there? A, do you like all sports, or is there? Do you like basketball versus baseball, or is there one that you prefer? Well, the Bulls were the dream job, for sure,
1: from the beginning, sure. um, because I grew up in Chicago during the 90s, if you saw The Last Dance. Oh, yeah, Yeah, like that was my childhood. <laughs> so it was super meaningful to get that job, and um, that was my favorite, and, and my favorite sport, I think, to, to watch. Um, and then from sure. a nutrition, just from the job in general, uh, I like that there's a low amount of players compared to maybe i don't know football is like four or five times the size mm-hmm. so just to be able to have those um closer relationships with each player is is really cool too so it for a lot of reasons i like basketball the most
0: sure well then you can kind of dial it into like you get to know everyone really really well and you can actually spend more time with the contract time that you actually do have as well mm-hmm. exactly yeah so that, that works that's awesome. Well, I mean, congratulations on hitting that dream goal. That's amazing. <laughs> it was on a vision board for many years. So, you know, was it?
1: power to that. And I tried multiple times to actually get the job. I, I interviewed in 2015 and I didn't get it um, and then got the Cubs job uh, instead and then got another chance in 2017 to uh, go for it again. And so then I got it on the second time. So FYI, might take multiple attempts to <laughs> to get your, your job but I also was just I mean I was so focused on how do I make connections with anyone related to that team um, emailing you know cold emailing making sure people there knew who I was I did a lot to make that happen it wasn't just kind of it wasn't like a job listing either you know it was sure. like had to go
0: go get it so well and I think like from my understanding you know sports tight there isn't like a lot of jobs out there but the ones that are are pretty competitive because there's quite a few of you kind of going after those jobs. Mm -hmm, Exactly and I think the bolder you are the better for sure Sure. because um,
1: and that's what we try to teach people even in the dietetic internship application process or in the job process for even if even outside of sports just anything that you really want you do have to go above and beyond and be really bold but do it in the right way you know and show show your value pitch yourself uh and and
0: do that and be really comfortable with that so you're living you're living your other job too like you're a good example of what you actually teach and what you kind of help other dietitians to be do to do in your all access so maybe let's go I mean you kind of developed that in college or like the end of college so how's that vision come to life for you well, the story
1: there is there was an online forum for academy uh, students back back in the day. This is like <laughs> years ago. There was no Facebook groups or, or listservs really for students. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had this forum. And um, there was this other student. Her name's Katie. Now her name's Katie Proctor. But at the time, she was Katie Ham, And she and I met through that just through messaging back and forth and sharing advice and whatever it was, um, about the process. And so she, she and I literally just became friends through this forum. I guess it would be like having a social media friend now, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. you know, an Instagram friend that you don't really know in person, but you just comment or DM or whatever. And, uh, yeah, so, so we both just came up with this idea to do a, a website that would help students through the process of finding dietetic internships and applying to them, and so that's where we uh, got together in that summer after her junior year, my senior year, and created this website. We brought on a web developer who was also a senior in college that went to my college. I didn't even know him. I just looked up computer engineers <laughs> from University of <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> and I, I pitched like 15 um, people that looked normal. <laughs> you know, like, uh, And I said, hey, do you want this like project helping build this website for a percentage of our company? So we didn't have to have a lot of like, because it, it cost a lot back then too, sure. to do a website. So then that kept our costs low and he got a percentage and, um, so it was us three. We launched it uh, in the fall of my dietetic internship, the fall of her senior year at uh, Kansas State. And, you know, we did it for about two years, uh, Katie and I, and then st- we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> we, it, was, it was awesome. We had a ton of users on this site. We had 1,000 users on this site in the first week. Like, it was oh, wow. crazy. Um, but then we didn't really know our financial model or anything. I mean, again, we're 23 years old. And so then mm-hmm. she decided to pursue her career in PR, and she has her own practice um, in marketing, like her own firm, which is awesome. But then I continued on with it from there. So uh, yeah, and then it just evolved so much since then. It's, it's really grown up with me as I learn new things and learn how to be a better business owner and how to bring more value to the field. Uh, it's really evolved to now where we not only help people get into dietetic internships, we help them pass the RD exam, get jobs, increase their confidence, uh, toolkits for different specialties. So we really try to fill every need that future dietitians have so they can
0: launch their careers with confidence. So obviously there's a huge, there was a huge need back then. There's still a huge need right now. Mm -hmm. What do you think, what do you think the whole disconnect is of, you know, college versus being prepared for the internship? You know, what is, I guess you know when I when I went through my internship, I or when I even applied, I was just kind of like I really didn't put too much thought into it. I was like, oh, I'll just apply for this, whatever. And I feel like that's totally changed and evolved. So, what do you think has changed and evolved that there's a need for this service?
1: Well, a lot of students, people in general, don't know how to market themselves or show their value, uh, and you have to think that whether it's an employer or a director. They need to feel confident in you, so you have to have confidence in yourself and show that to them. Uh, And I think there's just this big confidence gap there. I mean, we have we have Mm. students that will call up. I do like free coaching calls, and they'll say, "I'm so nervous. I don't know if I'm going to get in. I have a 3.7 GPA. Is that enough?" And I'm like, "What? Like, oh my gosh!" (laughs) 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 Well, I'm very nice when I talk to them, of course, but it's there's this. There's the idea that even if they do have a lot of great things that they aren't confident enough or they don't go out and get the experience or they don't ask for help in their classes because of a lack of confidence or, you know, that they don't think that they, they can or should do that. Um, there's just, it's a confidence gap and it's also even um, just needing to be more self-aware, like improve your self-awareness, who you are. What your skills are, what your weaknesses are, and and be able to have a plan to to work on those um, is is also something that's missing. That there's no class on that in school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's both the confidence, the self awareness, and then just the strategies. Like when I say go go out and go get that job, you know, like go pitch yourself. Well, what is that? An email, uh, a format that you should follow and that will help you because you'll have that competence then to be more confident.
0: Interesting. (laughs) So you kind of provide, you know, anywhere from like resume, from mentoring, coaching, you kind of do the whole start to finish process with them. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So every
1: step of, of the process, and then we have like the individualized coaching as well as courses that would be do it yourself, that would include all the strategies,
0: um, but you would just apply to your own situation. Yeah, because I guess people would probably have different stages of what they actually need, um, like individual coaching on versus just kind of, you know, doing it at their own pace that they wouldn't need that individualization.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. So and we have the get matched coaching and then we
1: have the get hired coaching. um, And then we're soon going to have some some sort of like confidence coaching um, Ah. in the future.
0: I will say I think that's a great addition because I've had a few and probably you've noticed through the pandemic as well, like there's these poor students that are not getting, you know, first of all, any experience, they're not able to volunteer, they're not interacting with other humans on a face to face basis. And Mm -hmm. even like the interns, you know, the experiences that way have changed so much. So have you seen kind of an uptick in a different need currently with the pandemic? We do get students that are wondering how they'll get experience, how they'll be
1: ready for the RD exam, how they'll be ready for their career, and you, we, we tell them to, you just have to be creative, you know, and mm-hmm. think about, um, like, one example would be, oh, I can't get experience. Well, you can get experience. It would just have to be virtual. It would have to be something you could do online. Um, so, let's say you talk to a private practice dietitian who can teach you how to do blog posts or help with patient education for her clients or meal planning or whatever it is like behind the scenes that can all be done without being in person uh, I also had a student who uh, we brainstormed for a local food bank okay maybe you can't go there if they did, they're not allowing like outside volunteers or whatever um, or, like client facing volunteers maybe you can do Zoom calls that could be set up in the food bank so that anyone that comes in could just go sit down at this table and talk to you over zoom so you know there's just you just have to be more adaptable and and more creative to get that experience and again maybe pitch that idea to a private practice dietitian who's never thought about taking a virtual intern or to the food bank who didn't know that that would be that
0: easy to do that sure I would have never thought about you know like that's I guess that's what probably that need for you know when these younger dietitians are trying to figure it out they need to to be not poached but just kind of like you know, hey, these are just some ways that you can think about things in, in a different way than the traditional, like, we've always done it way.
1: Yeah, and, and I think, uh, I don't know, in, in general, you feel in your education journey, I felt this way, and a lot of students tell me they do feel like in a bubble a little bit, and they kind of think, oh, there's only these few ways to do things, and I should, I just need to get clinical. If I can't get clinical experience, then there's nothing i can do and mm-hmm. and there's that's just not the case so the more that they can talk to more people outside of that bubble and social media is so great for that and linkedin uh the better and and that's where just reaching out like i'll tell students find 50 people over google over linkedin over instagram that you think are interesting here's some other websites you can find them and and go reach out to them, and and try to learn, and try to understand all the the possibilities in in the field, and that'll just open your mind, and kind of see
0: more than what you maybe saw in in your education. For sure, and how have you seen kind of, you know, you mentioned um, studying for the RD exam, like with your experience, that's changed a lot too over the last year, so, you know, thinking about getting them ready for the dietetic exam, what is, what have you seen change, what do you see as Um, good for them or where should they go for help I've had that question a lot from students too it is uh
1: yeah we don't know if the the pass rate will go down officially they haven't released that so I'm not sure if there if there will really be an impact but uh there there is a confidence component to that as well where we have to remind them you've put in maybe five six years now of mm-hmm. work, and you have to believe that that was valuable. Um, you have to believe that your internship, if they they weren't able to get you into a clinical rotation the whole time, that they did their best and they they made sure you hit those competencies that would prepare you for the exam. Um, and then we take more of an approach with the RD exam on. Uh, learning techniques so our offering really teaches people how to study and then has study guides that implement that method um, and I think that's what we try to bring to the the space is instead of just here's a here's a big binder of information now go memorize
0: it yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that trying, doesn't work <laughs> yeah it,
1: it, well it does it has worked for people that are really good at standardized tests people that probably would have passed without even studying because their internship was really good or they were just like smart you know critical Mm -hmm. thinkers that just had those really developed skills and Mm -hmm. uh, they they could pass with with just like barely studying and honestly like I only studied for the exam like for two weeks because (laughs) I, I felt really prepared for my internship they gave us a lot of homework a lot of assignments that I felt like I was studying the whole time for this RD exam so but yeah then you have people that aren't like that, that need to, to study, but they need to study in the right way, which would be more active learning techniques, uh, being able to fill out worksheets or tables and not have to, like, instead of looking at a table full of information, trying to memorize it, take a blank table and write it out and see what you know, and then go fill it in yourself. And through that process, you're retaining it more. So that's just one of many examples of active learning. But that's what we, that's our, our unique approach to it that we think can help people that are set up to set up
0: to fail literally. Um, sure. they use the standard study guides and, and try to memorize. Well, you must definitely have a sincere passion to help dietetic students succeed. So, where did that kind of come from? Where did it come from? I think it was just
1: that <laughs> momentum. I mean, I, um, you know, when the when the idea for it was launched, I was in the thick of it. Right, like I was. I had just finished applying. And I was like, that was unnecessarily hard. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a great DPD advisor. I went to University of Illinois. I had great support, relatively speaking. Like, you know, we had a class dedicated to the process. And again, I felt supported, but it was still the nitty gritty, all the details, all like, well, how do I write my personal statement so that it stands out? How do I format my resume. If I take it to the career center, they're going to tell me something different that doesn't even make Mm. sense in the dietetics field. So, you know, how do I learn all this? And I wanted to to save people time from from having to do that all themselves and give them the strategy specific to dietetics that they couldn't find through Google or their career centers. Um, So that, and then I think once we got people just giving us feedback on a weekly basis that that's always fueled me like and I still get emails every week that are like I can't believe I found this website this is so needed and that just kept the fire going for me and, sure. and continues to like keep me motivated to where I'm like okay now what do I do for dietitians?" you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. how can we help
0: that that side of it too. Well, and like you said, it's ever-changing, too. So, like, you have to ebb and flow with how the profession is also ebbing and flowing.
1: hmm Right. Because now with the master's requirement for mm-hmm. students, then you, you just have people, um, people coming from different paths that we didn't have before. So, if you think about our marketing, we used to, and we still do, reach out to DPD programs. And that's usually the majority of our target audience that would be applying to dietetic internships. But now you have... Future education models where they will be coming from a bachelor's in music and then be oh. able to get into a, a dietetics program. And so we're going to just have this more diverse um, target audience and just field in general because of this, um, these new education pathways to
0: become. I didn't dietetics. even think of that. That's kind of true, though. Like you might have someone that's never even been in dietetics going into dietetics for the first time.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which. It's going to be really crazy, like that you could have a bachelor's in anything or a master's in anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: that fun. is kind of crazy. <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting to see the combos and how that all kind of plays out in our field mm-hmm. too. Definitely. I didn't think other healthcare professions
1: are like that. Like doctors can get bachelor's degrees in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they do the pre you know, the prerequisites. But
0: sure. yeah so when I'm assuming you're not doing this all on your own I'm assuming you have a team of people so maybe tell me about kind of you know how what does your team look like I I'm obsessed with my team
1: uh (laughs) they are the dream team um they are the team of my dreams that's what I say but (laughs) I I I was able to you know, this has been 13 years now. And so mm-hmm. over the first nine, it was really crazy because I was trying to grow it and, and really do most of it on my own, except I, I brought on coaches. So I didn't have to coach as many students on my own. But then in the last four years is when I finally got the operations team like really set. So I have a director of operations, Susan um, Salty, who is full time and, and helps with Client coordination, client happiness, coach training, just kind of like operations, like runs the show.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I have a director of marketing, Danielle Kahalen, who runs our all of our marketing initiatives. If we work with brands, like helps execute that and uh, and does all the social media strategy and all that. And then Cass Lapore helps her. She's like our social media assistant. So she helps in the DMs and engagement and just takes care of our community. Uh, in that way and then I have a director of business development who helps um, get brands and sponsors for different events like we have a soon to be announced um, RD to be summit a virtual conference uh, coming mm-hmm. up this summer so she's working on that we'll be the one putting that all together and, and getting sponsors for that I was con-
0: I was just going to ask if you have any if you do any events or anything for for future dietitians and that's is this your first one or have you done in some in the past? No, this will be the first
1: one. Which oh, I'm exciting! About. We're going to have future dietitians be the speakers too, which I think will be really cool because we do that we do takeovers on our account now for, with future mm-hmm. dietitians and it goes really well. Like people just love learning from their peers, and so um, we're going to be, be having people kind of speak to their peers on on different like more more lifestyle like mental health time management confidence
0: type topics I think that's such a big part like you said you're not getting that in school so it's a great Mm -hmm. component to offer and when are you maybe just share when you're when are you having your virtual conference it'll be August 2nd and we're yeah we'll be opening up registration probably in June okay June so very good we will have to put that in the show notes for anyone that's listening that would be interested yeah. um when you think about you know the past gosh the, how long you've been doing this which is amazing how big has your community grown where have you seen um their, the need or who do you who is your target audience when do you want to catch them and when do you want to kind of bring them in Right. Well, really quick, I just have to say, I forgot about the
1: coaches and the tutors. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have those, too. There's a lot. There's seven get match coaches and then four pass the exam coaches. And then we have creators of our toolkits. We have four different creators of our toolkits and our um, RD exam study guide. But anyways, um, yeah, the the community, we definitely try to get them as early as possible. Uh, You know, they're like, if they know they want to become a dietitian someday, we would love them to be in our community, on our newsletter. Um, the, I think the earlier people know about the process, the better. You have people that are freshmen going into a dietetics program that don't know that they have to get an internship until their senior year. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the, early, the earlier the awareness, the better. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we just tried to use mainly Instagram and talking to dietetics programs across the country uh to have relationships with them so that they are kind of like our ambassadors and share our free resources with their students every year and um and yeah and then we just now we're we're growing our community because they don't just leave after they get into an internship they stay on to get advice about the internship and then rd exam as well and then we're they're staying on again after that to get job help or confidence coaching or help in a different specialty um that they're wanting to get into
0: and really i mean i feel like any dietitian at any stage in their career could even if they wanted to come to you for confidence coaching or you know the job situation that could be another avenue to not just new dietitians but maybe dietitians that are out in the field currently
1: mm-hmm. yeah and you know i struggle with that just a little bit because we have an instagram that's very dedicated to future dietitians so mm-hmm. in terms of marketing i probably would have to I've been talking about this for a few months like I don't know exactly what the strategy is like a new website or a new you know just an offshoot to it because Mm -hmm. um it would probably be a little confusing from a marketing standpoint but yeah I agree like there's tons of potential to to keep providing value to the profession and um you know I'm, I'm still figuring that out but uh definitely in my my (laughs) 10 year plan.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask too, like future kind of future goals for you and your business. You know, what does that kind of look like? So including maybe that, anything else besides and your, and your conference that's coming up? Yeah, the conference will be really awesome. Um, You know,
1: I know I want to keep taking care of future dietitians. I do think there'll be plenty of new challenges that will come along with like the, the um, just the financial, um, um, aspect of becoming a dietitian so i do want to figure out how to help students make money with side hustles of some kind i don't i don't know what that idea is but that that's a problem that i want to solve is how do you help them or empower them to make money throughout their education and then uh and then the other thing is just around i think the confidence for for dietitians in general i think will be my approach uh, our new training program is called Confident and Credentialed Mm -hmm. and it's because we feel like there's so many people out there that are not credentialed but that are very confident and they're the ones getting clients (laughs) and Mm -hmm. if you can add the confidence to your RD credential that's where the magic is that's where you'll have really good career satisfaction that's where you'll make the most impact Um, and that's you know going to be our, our mission is to just make every credentialed dietitian confident as well um and yeah and i think the earlier you can get get those skills the better and i think that's where i really focus at at the early stages of my career like owning a business at 21 it, it accelerated my confidence skills um because of that but i think for anyone they could they could learn and get those skills uh as soon as
0: possible in their career Oh, I think that's key. I, and I think that's probably what the majority of, of students struggle with just because, you know, when it comes to even just c- counseling. I mean, I know that there's like a huge counseling. A lot of dietitian students are like, I don't even think I can counsel because I don't know if I have the skills. And I think that's great that you're tackling that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you can have, again, the
1: competence of it, but you need the confidence too, mm-hmm. to to go out there and just do it and, and be okay to fail and to learn as you go and, and just be very comfortable with that not have it define your worth as a person. Like that, all of that is what we cover in the, um,
0: confident credentialed program. So, Oh, I could have used that in my first diabetic education. That would have been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Life is messy. You know, the human journey is messy. It's not like you take this training and you you don't still have those those little moments. I certainly did myself. Um, you know doing like public speaking and just losing it because I saw someone in the audience that I thought maybe knew more than I did Mm. about it you know it's like those are things you just learn and and I don't know that I could have fully prevented that but um yeah all it's all part of the journey but you just to get again those the strategy and the skill and like the how-to that's that you just have no clue
0: um will really help move you along. You need to get you need to have a curriculum and dietetic programs all over the country.
1: I know. Well, we are getting we we already have um, one partnership. We just launched it a month ago, but we have one internship that's giving it to all of their interns. Um, oh, crazy! As like a graduation present. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah. So we'll just oh. keep trying to add on uh, add on to that, and yeah, that, wouldn't that be amazing to um, yes. to get every graduating intern the confidence training. To it would help. Out. It would mm-hmm. just help
0: so much. I feel like there would be more. I think more people would stay in a profession too if Absolutely. they had that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: yes. That's what we see a lot of people that,
1: um, you know. Of course, people have had so many things on there on them, and many burdens and many external things that are real and and very hard. Uh, and but then it's just like, how do you have that agency? How do you? take responsibility more than what you think um to to change that or to to make some sort of impact in your life um that you didn't think was possible you know so that's what we're trying to to help them see and not not have to yeah i guess like not have to um
0: give up in that way or there is no other option and there's a lot of people that do, and they're like, I'm just not going to be a dietitian anymore. It's not for me. After, like, two years or, you know, a year after being in the field, they quit, and it's sad. It is, because you
1: see all the hard work it took to get there and then right. see it all. But, I mean, I will still give permission to people if it's really not the right fit, you know? Like, which is, which could happen if they oh. think it's, it's, it was for them and it just wasn't, like they're allowed to leave but for some people they, they maybe didn't explore everything or they didn't find the right niche for them or the right type of job in the field so that's the other part
0: that's good that you kind of are well rounded that way you're like not so so driven that you're like no you can't leave but we <laughs> yeah. we want to help you figure it out either way exactly yeah the self-awareness oh. piece is huge absolutely mm-hmm. well I I love what you're doing I know that I hear a lot of great buzz from students that have access to you and your Instagram and how much impact you're making just in my little tiny world. So thank you for being that person in that space that is much needed. Thank you. Yeah. Like I said, it just fuels me every day to know
1: I'm making an impact and just makes me want to make an even bigger impact. So we'll see. We'll see what happens
0: next. Yeah, well, I will be following along. I definitely send people your way and just, you know, even if they do just dabble in some social media with you and eventually become part of your your practice. I, I hope that I can keep kind of directing people to what you're doing to help. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, that was all the easy questions. Are you ready for the hard questions? Yeah, I think so. Well, Jenny, why don't you share with me some of the foods that you enjoy? (laughs) Well, we already know one. Doritos. Doritos. (laughs) (laughs) Only
1: when I met my parents, but yes, I do enjoy Doritos. Um, I would say... It's cliche since I'm in Chicago, but I do love pizza. Uh, I don't like deep dish pizza necessarily, but there's some really good pizza spots. Um, Just kind of like a nice Friday night type tradition. And then I also like like summer barbecue food, you know, Mm -hmm. like where you have just... A bunch of different like buffet of, of pasta salad and coleslaw and hot dogs and burgers like I like that as well
0: it's that time of year you're gonna be getting some of that deliciousness
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, good for a I think it's more for the experience but yeah it's
0: yeah it's,
1: well a lot of white food is good it's for the experience
0: oh for sure how about beverages
1: you enjoy uh beverages yeah I thought about this um what do I like oh gosh I do like green juices and smoothies. I know that's I do want to maybe have like someday uh have like a smoothie shop in California mm. like on the beach. And just, like, make smoothies all day. I worked for Dairy Queen as a teenager. Oh, yeah. And I always thought I loved that so much, and I would love to be, like, a smoothie smoothie queen type uh, thing. But,
0: yeah, I like smoothies a lot. Smoothies make people happy. Could you imagine making people that happy on a beach with a smoothie? I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be, be pretty so amazing. <laughs> it would be so
1: fun. Yeah, that's definitely a, a dream.
0: How about scents or smells you enjoy? Sensor or smells? Um, you know...
1: I think this will be weird. I don't know if I really can smell, it, but like, I, my family, just with sports being such a big part of it, for some reason, like,
0: just. The smell of like sports. <laughs> but, well, no, I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like outside, like the smell of the gym when you go play basketball yeah, or, yes. the, or football like the, field, the football outside. Yeah, like the yes. grass, but it's from the the
1: field. I would I wouldn't say the smell of like stinky. Yeah, yeah, no. But, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: just something about. Yeah, the smell of sports, or maybe if you're at, I like going to Cubs games, and um, the smell of Wrigley Field, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, hot dog, and that. I don't know why hot dogs keep coming up in this. <laughs> conversation, but popcorn, yeah, popcorn and all that stuff, yeah. Just, yeah, that, that would be, that's that's fun. I like
0: that. Well, and if you had four brothers, I bet you, you'd know exactly like what smells you don't like. So you're good. I have five brothers and yeah. Five brothers. I, I,
1: yeah. No, our, our home was never, I wouldn't say it was dirty, but it was messy. All the time, <laughs> <that's for>
0: sure. <laughs> If you were not in dietetics or working with other students, what would you... Well, you'd probably be making smoothies on the beach. Would that be your dream other job? (laughs) Smoothies on the beach,
1: yes. But if it wasn't even like food... Well, if it wasn't that, it would be food critic. I really think that... um, It was that movie, My Best Friend's Wedding. Julia Roberts was like a food critic in New York City. Mm -hmm. I think that would be the dream to like uh, just be kind of... Like the judge of, of food and get to taste all the
0: different kinds of food. I think that'd be that'd be fun. that would be amazing. Could you imagine getting to eat all that food? That'd be so <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. Yes, <laughs> I, I do. I see. I'm not a big fan of cooking
1: personally. Like I keep oh. my meals pretty simple, and uh, I'm much more a fan of having someone cook for me <laughs> and mm. enjoying that. I, I that's just more my. Um, I get a lot more joy out of out of like a really well cooked
0: meal that I could never have done myself. Sure. Oh, I'm with, I'll always me. I'll always clean the dishes if someone else will cook for me. <laughs> yeah. Good. <I> like <laughs> yeah.
1: And what brings you joy in life? What brings me joy in life? I think, I mean, the impact and not even just like professionally, but personally, like any impact that I can give to someone else brings me a lot of joy. Um, just the stories that I hear of students that maybe would have given up or just tell me that, you know, whatever our conversation like made them want to become a dietitian and then they follow back up with me five years later about like how much mm-hmm. they love their career. Just stuff like that brings me a lot of joy. And then just on the personal side, you know, if I can do the same thing for any of my family, um, just be like that good uh, good daughter and sister and uh good girlfriend to my boyfriend yeah <laughs> but, uh, and just make sure that I can have a positive impact on their lives that's that is really like one of my top values that drives me and brings me a lot of joy
0: well it definitely shows in in what you're doing for dietitians so I can not only imagine what it's doing for your personal life too Thanks. so yeah well it's been wonderful chatting with you and thank you again for all you're doing for our profession and I look forward to keeping watching you from afar and all the great things that you're doing. Thanks. Yeah, reach out anytime.
1: Happy to, to keep connecting and uh, continuing the conversation. Awesome, Jenny. Well, thank you. All right, thank you.
0: I am a big fan of Jenny and All Access Dietetics just because I think she's another one of those dietitian cheerleaders who really do care about our profession about where it's going and really helping people in the field at all different stages early in their careers. There's a lot of things we don't learn in college. There's a lot of things we don't learn in our internships. I think she's doing a great job helping us fill in those gaps to set everyone up for success as a dietitian. If you are looking to learn more about her business, all the things that she's doing to help future dietitians. I'll include all of that in the show notes, including uh, the registration link for her summit that she's having this summer too. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.